Welcome to A Month with Matthew in Croatia. I'm writer Matthew Felix, and I needed to get away for a while to figure out what was next for me. And this is what happened when I did. These are travel anecdotes, stories, and ruminations from my month in a small island village in Croatia. From the characters I met to the experiences I had, some funny, some frustrating, to the thoughts, memories, and emotions that came up for me during my solo retreat in the seaside village in Croatia. Dobrodan from Croatia, where I have arrived after I don't know how many hours. I'm too tired to figure out the time change and like coordinate or you know do the math to figure out with the time change how many hours it actually was. I'm guessing it was something like 24. You know, lots of different modes of transportation: train, plane, plane, ferry, car, and lots of gaps in between each of those modes of transportation. So I think it's something like 24 hours. Point is, I am here, I have arrived, and it feels really good, despite my fatigue, it feels really good to be back in Croatia. I'm on an island this time, I was on an island for part of my last trip, and my last trip, which I guess was four or five years ago, that trip was about getting to know Croatia, that really was exploring the country. So I started in the northwest, in a village called Rovinja, seaside village, and after spending some time there, I ended up taking a bus pretty much the entire length of the country and went through Istria, which is the peninsula where Rovinja is located. So just did a little exploring there, but then from there went through Rijeka and then just came down the coast and stopped, made some stops along the way. Zadar got to Split. From Split, I took a ferry. Split's kind of a launching pad for lots of different islands. Croatia has, I think, I think it's 1,200 islands. Just a huge number of islands, and a lot of those are accessible. You take ferries from Split. I took a ferry last time from Split to Havar, which is an island I was actually deliberately going to avoid. And through a sort of an unexpected turn of events, I ended up on Havar, and I absolutely loved it. It was an amazing place, an amazing time, amazing people. Now, it is true that Havar town gets really, you know, it's 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 a destination. And I think probably in July and August, from what I've read, it can be a bit of a party town. So if that's that's your thing, definitely worth checking out. It's not really my thing. I'm here, well, I'll talk about why I'm here why I'm here in a second. But at the time I was here actually for similar reasons. I was here working on a book. So I wanted something a little more low key. So I did go to Havar Town a couple times just to hang out there because it is worthwhile, definitely worth a visit for a day. But I stayed in a mountainside village that I think it was like 10 houses or something, you know, really, really small community. And then it had a twin village with insight kind of kind of nearby on, a, on another hill or another mountainside. Great people, beautiful views. I could hike to the top of the island from the village, which I did many times. But then around the village and around the other villages where I would spend time, I ended up getting a uh, a scooter, and so I could go to the the neighboring villages as well. Fields of lavender, fennel lining the streets, fig trees, olive trees. It smelled so good. The air always smelled so good. I mean, it was it was intense in the best possible way. So I had a fabulous time on Havar. I I, I absolutely loved it. 
That being said, this time for this trip, I wasn't specifically, and I guess I should say after Havar, I also went to Dubrovnik and I went to, to a few other places as well. But this particular trip, I wasn't specifically looking to come to Croatia, even though I had such an amazing experience last time and I've told so many people to come and, and that, it's, that it's worthwhile. I was obviously open to coming to Croatia, but really all I wanted, what happened was I, I went to Paris, spent a month in Paris in April and May of this year. Came back, and as soon as I came back, obviously not having plans to go anywhere else the rest of the year, trying to save money, trying to be responsible, getting on another plane was not even remotely, you know, last thing, furthest thing from my mind. Shortly after I get back from Paris, I get a message from a friend saying that his husband is going to be in San Francisco for a month and would like to rent my place, sublet my place. Well, like I said, I wasn't planning on going anywhere, but if someone wanted to sublet my place... And it turned out I had a free ticket with Miles. Then all of a sudden, you know, the wheel started turning. And I thought Paris was amazing, but it was a work trip in the sense that I did three literary events. I did three podcast episodes. I socialized a lot, but, you know, in a sort of literary kind of work, work slash socializing. And it was a great time. I saw so many people. I met so many new people. I had a fantastic time, but it was a work trip. I was really working the entire time I was there. And so I thought, if I now have this opportunity that someone wants to rent my place and have a free ticket, I would really love to get away, stop my day-to-day life, and plan my next phase and really just do some research, play some catch-up, and really just give some real deliberate, conscious thought to what I want, like my next six months to year to whatever to look like. And I was already going to do this at home. But if now someone is giving me the opportunity to get out of town, you know, I've just, I've done this a lot in the past that I like to travel this way, which is I go someplace and I just sit for a month. And it's not about getting to know a whole country or even a whole city or a whole region, whatever. It's about, it's about a retreat. And I just find that that doing that has over and over, whether I'm writing or whatever I'm doing, it's just been so productive and beneficial. So all of a sudden, a subletter falls in my lap, I have a free ticket, and so I decide, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to seize this opportunity, I'm going to take advantage of this. So I looked and looked and looked. The only thing I, I, I knew, I was really open to where I was going to end up. It was sort of last minute, so I wasn't sure if I was going to even be able to find any place because July and August in Europe is particularly the Mediterranean. That's, you know, that's when everyone takes their vacation. So I didn't know if I'd be able to find a place in my price range. But what I did know is that I, where I wanted to look, and that was the Mediterranean. I've lived in Spain, France, and, and Turkey, and I just love the Mediterranean summers. You know, I love the warm nights. I love the hot sun at the beach. I, I love the smell of the pine trees. I love the sound of the cicadas. I just, I love the Mediterranean. And I think anyone who's been to the Mediterranean loves the Mediterranean. It, maybe if you don't like the heat, but, but anyway, like I said, having lived here, having traveled here, I just, I have great memories here and I just, I, I feel connected to this place. So I knew I wanted to come to the Mediterranean. Looked in Mallorca, it was just so expensive. I had no idea how, how expensive Mallorca was in the summer. Looked lots of other places, but I also, I knew I wanted access to the water and I wanted a place, I wanted a house or an apartment that had some character because if I'm going to go someplace and work, I need to be staying in a place where I actually want to be working. 
so that I don't feel like, you know, I don't want to stay in sort of a, a boxy contemporary condo sort of thing. I, I want a village house or I want something where I just feel inspired in that space. If I'm going just on a beach vacation or a ski vacation, something like that, then I really don't care so much. But if I'm going to work, I need to feel inspired. So that's what I looked for. And I looked and looked and looked and I found this house. And it's just a little cottage. It's, you know, there's not even really a bedroom. Like the second floor is a bedroom, is the bedroom, is the second floor. Living space on the first floor, bathroom, kitchen on the first floor. So it's a small cottage, but it's it's just this typical quintessential village house. And it's exactly what I was looking for. There's a terrace outside where I'm going to be able to work. And it's got views of the surrounding hillsides and then the surrounding stone houses. All of the houses here are stone. So like I said, it's just really traditional, typical, exactly what I was looking for. And I'm really excited that I was able to find it. So that is the situation. I have made it safe and sound to Croatia. I'm excited to be back. And I'm excited just to get a lot of work done and be inspired and productive and make the most of my month here. Thanks for listening. Please subscribe and check out MatthewFelix.com for information about my books, other podcasts, and much more.